Hey, welcome back to another episode of Internet Exposition. Um, if you don't, today is Monday. Uh, this is my sixth episode of not the entire show, but of what I've been doing the last, I'm going to be doing for the next three weeks. If um, if you haven't been listening the past uh, few weeks, or maybe you're a new listener, uh, let me briefly explain um, what what I've been doing, like I said, the last I'm going to be doing for the next. I'm explaining this very horribly, <laughs> but I'm what I'm going to be doing for the next three weeks is each um, episode I'm going to focus on a specific YouTuber, trying to do it mostly chronologically on YouTubers that have inspired me over the years to ultimately get me to where I'm at today. Because right now I'm running, I got a YouTube channel going, I got podcasts going, and all this stuff on the internet. And um, so I'm taking this episode by episode, basically giving, paying homage and paying respects to all these YouTubers and YouTube channels that have inspired me to, like I said, like I just said, <laughs> get me to where I am today. So today's topic, I'm going to talk about Rhett and Link. So, but before I get into actual Rhett and Link's channel, channel or channels, I should say. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of the backstory on how I got introduced to them. So if you didn't listen to uh, Friday's podcast, um, I'll briefly go over. It's essentially the exact same story. Uh, the same time I was introduced to Rhett and Link, I was also introduced to Smosh. And um, the how that happened was it was one night I was at my sister's apartment. We were just hanging out. And we were we got to the point where we were showing each other YouTube videos that we like to watch and YouTubers that we like to watch. And I showed her some of the ones I like to watch, like uh, Make Me Mad Thirty, Make Me Bad Thirty Five, um, Ed Bassmaster, and uh, Christian Beatles, and Skater Baker Twenty Five, and a couple other videos and stuff like that I like to watch on there. And she introduced me to Smosh and Rhett and Link. She watched and I immediately if you like I said if you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast I said that I immediately got into Smosh pretty much from that day forth like I went home and continued watching their videos like right away uh, but with Rhett and Link it's a little bit different I I really liked some of the videos that she showed me but their channel as a whole seemed very weird to me and very strange that it took me a little while to get into Rhett and Link's channel, but eventually I did. I think it took me a roughly a good six to eight months before, almost a year, not quite a year, but pretty close to a year before I fully really got into their channel. And this was back in 2011 when I started watching their videos. And so, um, and their channel, now they're, I'll talk about the difference between their main channel or what used to be their main channel. Um, the Rhett and Link channel and their Good Myth Good Mythical Morning channel here in just a little bit, and I'll kind of talk about where these channels originated from and how I got introduced to them personally and kind of where they were at when I was watching them. So I got into Rhett and Link. Uh, my sister showed me a video called um, T-Shirt Wars that they did. Uh, they This is like a old-ass video they did a long time ago. Uh, some of you may be familiar with it. Some of you may have never seen this video or maybe never even heard of it. Uh, you may know who Rhett and Link are, but you may not have ever heard of this video. But um, it, it is pretty popular, though, so there, you, there's a chance you may have heard of it. Um, but basically what they did is they did this stop-motion trick where, um, and if you want to check out the video, you can on their channel. Like I said, it's just T-Shirt War. 
and uh, they did a stop motion trick where they had made multiple T-shirts with all different types of art on it and moved the art slightly around with each T-shirt and stuff, and they just uh, made it look like they were... It's almost kind of like if you've ever seen one of those TikTok videos where people try to make it look like they're ripping their clothes up, like, (laughs) that sounded kind of weird. Like, they're magically kind of pulling their clothes off without, like, tearing them. And uh, and then, the, or they'll jump into their clothes and then they'll be magically on. It's kind of like that. Like, they'll go to pull their shirt off and then there'll be another shirt underneath. They make it look like they have multiple shirts on. And then it has all these little graphic pictures on there that uh, they make it look like they're interacting with each other through the power of stop-motion animation. It's actually a pretty cool video. I've, I still sometimes will go back and re-watch this video from time to time because it's honestly a lot of fun to watch. And later on, they also made a commercial, McDonald's commercial version for this uh, shirt or for this uh, style of video they did a stop motion video where they um, did a commercial for McDonald's which was really cool but the, the stop motion video the original one they did was how I got introduced to their channel and I watched a couple of their other videos like I said I remember watching like um, the epic rap battle their first one before the the other ones came out and I also remember watching their uh, Two Guys, 600 Pillows, Backwards music video. And I thought it was... Those, so there were a couple of videos I liked and um, thought it was... They were pretty entertaining. But some of them I just thought were really strange and kind of goofy. Uh, is that the right word? Goofy? <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm not trying to hate on it, but I just don't think their channel was kind of... Tr- quite as accessible, especially for a younger person that I, you know, I was way, I was really young back then. And, uh, you know, and I had the mindset of someone even younger than I was. I was like, I was in my early twenties then. And I was like, but I still had the mindset of like a 15 year old practically. I'm always like five or six years behind mentally of my actual age. And, uh, so I just, didn't really find their videos super entertaining, so I did subscribe to them, but I I will admit I didn't watch their videos that often at the time. Um, but that slowly started to change. Like I said, as time went on, I um, continued to check out some of their videos from time to time when I'd get bored or stuff, and I found myself liking them more and more. I, I found I discovered like the 80s, uh, in the 80s music video song that they did, and uh, some of their other funny little skit videos, like the, the um, Red House uh, commercial that they did, that one was good. Uh, and also, uh, there was a couple other older ones I watched. I think like the, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen some of these videos, the barbecue song. That was a good one. A lot of their music videos I really, really liked. Um, I would argue that Rhett and Link probably makes some of the best YouTube songs or internet songs. I would argue because their songs are just so entertaining and so goofy and off the wall. It just fits perfectly with like youtube and internet style stuff you know they even did a cover of the reading rainbow theme song uh if you've ever seen the tv show reading rainbow uh the facebook song is a a really great song they did and so i began to catch some of these other videos and as as they continue to upload i caught some of their newer ones like their um oh man um if i can 
find it here. My computer's being weird. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, the Harry Potter theme song, that one was good. Caption fell, Jamaican uh, vax, uh, vax... I cannot speak today. <laughs> Vacation hoax. Um, uh, Tex versus Frisbee, that's a good video. Uh, the breakup song, that was a good one, too. Um, and, you know, just as they continued to upload, I really liked their videos and got more and more into them. Uh, rub some bacon on it is probably one of my favorite videos by them one of them and uh, I really I really like their videos and like I said specifically spe specifically kind of got into them mostly for their songs I really liked their little silly quirky songs that they did I thought it would fit like I said it, they were just so much fun to watch Red and Link's main channel or at least what used to be their main channel kind of has like four time area time you know stamps i guess you could would be the right phrase um where things like their videos have always been really goofy and um kind of strange and off the wall and i think that may have been why it took them so long to kind of catch a kind of an audience but once they did the audience has really stuck around and they have a huge following you know that just they have so, of course, their daily show, Good Mythical Morning, um, and I'll talk more about that here in a little while, um, you know, definitely helps, too. I think people like the fact that they do a daily, um, you know, talk show. Well, what used to be a talk show. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into all that. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of like they have four timestamps, like pretty much from their beginning video, uh, which is titled The Dam. It's basically just Rhett and Link. They're working on some kind of dam. Uh, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but they've had it. And uh, fast forward all the way up to like, I would say, um, probably the, maybe the barbecue song kind of feels like a, from the beginning video up to maybe like the barbecue song, and then from that point up to like um, probably the t-shirt war or the epic rap battle, uh, their first epic rap battle kind of feels like a timestamp, their tech second timestamp, which is probably my favorite era. Like anytime I go back and watch uh, Rhett and Link's older videos, this is I usually find myself watching videos from this time frame. Like I wa I tend to watch all the videos from like their barbecue song all the way up to uh, their epic rap battle, the first one, and um, because that one's my favorite. But after you get to the epic, after you pass up the epic rap battle, from that point, I would say up to I don't know, probably um maybe rubs some bacon on it. Kind of feels like a new timestamp. Uh, and then it kind of changes after that again from like things like I'm a thoughtful guy music video up till this. So this would be like their fourth stamp up till like, or no, this would be their third one. I'm sorry. Up till I would say probably the tough decisions video or the, after that it switches again and it, they kind of changed their main channel into more of a vlog type channel now. And, um, 
So that's kind of what they've done because they now pay more attention to their second channel, which used to be called Rhett and Link 2, but now it's called Good Mythical Morning because appropriately named because that's pretty much what the channel's all about. And um, so, yeah, I they their main channel is just so strange. It's just so bizarre. And I think that's just what I love about it. I mean, like, they make some really goofy videos, like... They have literally uploaded um, videos of, like, their kids uh, doing a middle school, um, you know, middle school play and crazy stuff like that. And they literally, there's one video of, like, Link, how to, it's called How to Kill a Mustache. And literally the entire video is Link just shaving his mustache. And because he had this really weird mustache for a little while he had going on where he only had a mustache on his face, no other facial hair. And he shaves off his mustache and then they take all the mustache hair and they form it into a mustache on a piece of paper. And then they push it down the river. And I'm like, who in the world (laughs) thinks to make a video like that? But and like, why in the world would you make a video like that? But you know what? They figured out a way to make it entertaining, and it was funny to watch. Uh, the perfect perfect bathroom trip was another one my sister showed me the day she was uh, doing that, and that was a good one. And it had a uh, um, you know some other YouTubers in there like I Justine and uh, Julian Smith and all that stuff. And um, in uh, about ten or eleven, maybe twelve years ago, they came out with an album. That arch- called up to this point that archived all of their older music videos from they kind of they leave a couple of them out they take like some of the the best ones and this is probably my favorite era of their music too is on that album I listen to this album all the time even to this day um, I'll still listen to this album because like I said they take all their and these songs are most of them are pretty old but they, like I said, they're just, it's so much entertaining to watch. It's like, to me, this album, like, defines what YouTube music should be like. And, um, but yeah, so, but fast forward to today, like I said, they uh, they mostly do vlogs on their main channel now. Um, their main channel has gone through a lot of, um, you know, changes over the years. Um, but, you know, I still love it, and I still think it's fun to watch, and I've don't intend on ever probably ever unsubscribing in fact that the in spite of the fact that their main channel has changed a lot now i want to talk about their second channel called good mythical morning what used to be called rent and link 2 uh it started out as a channel where basically it was just them uh kind of doing vlogs slash just throwing on videos that uh, really had nothing to do with anything that didn't really fit with their main channel too much. They were just kind of throwing whatever on there, which I feel like was common for a lot of YouTubers back then. That's kind of what second channels were for. They were just there to just throw everything else, you know, on there that, like I said, they didn't really feel like they felt like wasn't good enough to put on their main channel, I should say, I guess. But then finally, they started doing this talk show thing called, uh, well, they kind of did a couple of things that teased that idea. Like, they had a thing called Super Note, which was kind of like a talk show and um, stuff like that. And they did a few episodes of that. And then they finally started this show called uh, Good uh, Good Morning Chia Lincoln, um, which is sort of the precursor to Good Mythical Morning. 
They started it like about 10, 11 years ago in January of uh, 2011, which would have been right around the time that I had first discovered them, but I didn't know they had a second channel for a while. And I think it was right before, this is the interesting thing, right before they started Good Mythical Morning, I'm, I mean literally probably just a couple months, because I mentioned I discovered them in like 2011. I it took me a few months to kind of get into them, you know, I don't remember the exact amount of time, but a few months to kind of get into them. And then a few a few months after that, I finally discovered they had a second channel. So I started watching a couple of their videos from their second channel. And um and I remember watching little uh, bits and pieces from this Good Morning Chia Lincoln, but this show had already come to an end because it only lasted a month because they started it in January of 2011, like I said, but it ended in February of 2011. So it only lasted like a little over a month, and um, that one came to an end, and they kind of went back to their vlogging-style videos and stuff for a little while. And fast forward a year later in January of 2012, which would have been right, like I said, just very tail end of 2011 was when I discovered their second channel. Yeah. And I remember seeing the very first episode of Good Mythical Morning when they first uploaded the video. And I was just like, what's this? You know, extremely OCD morning routine, good myth. And I was like, the title said Good Mythical Morning on it and on the video um, snippet. And so I clicked on it and um, and to see what it was, and they started talking about how they wanted to make this daily show, and um, they wanted it to be something big. And I was like, "Oh, this seems interesting." I guess you know, I didn't think too much about it, but they, as they said, they wanted it to be a daily show, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." I was like, "That I was like, it'd be kind of cool to have a content to watch like every day of the week, you know, every Monday through Friday, essentially." I was like, "That would be kind of cool." And, um, and so I started, cause you know, I've mentioned in my last podcast, I really like recurring, um, videos and series for some reason. When it comes to YouTube, some of my favorite things to watch on YouTube are things that are recurring, like they continue on. And I think that's why I watched Good Mythical Morning for so long. I don't really watch Good Mythical Morning anymore. And I even know in spite of the fact that it's still going and I'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, this will probably be kind of a long podcast because it's going to take me a long time to explain all this. But basically, I saw the very first episode of Good Mythical Morning when it first uploaded. I remember seeing it just like probably a few hours after it first uploaded. Because like I said, it just I just happened to get into them and start watching their videos on their second channel right when they started the show. And I had no idea that this was ever going to become something big at the time. But I remember I watched some of their videos off and on, the Good Mythical Morning videos off and on as they continued through season one. And then um, I think it was around episode, I don't know, maybe 39, 40, somewhere around in there. I kind of found myself becoming more addicted to the show. Um, I realized that this really was becoming a thing in spite of the fact that it wasn't getting tons of views um because at the time i think it was only maybe getting like uh, maybe a thousand views some episodes i think were getting like a thousand views some episodes were getting like maybe uh, several hundred it just depended on the episode and what it was about but you know you have to understand Rat and link wasn't nearly as popular and as the powerhouse that they are today with especially with good mythical morning 
And um, so it was a decently popular show, but it wasn't like huge, you know, like it is today. You know, it's like one of the most well-known YouTube shows, uh, you know, <laughs> but that was just not the case then. But yeah, I think it was around episode uh, 39 or 20, because I remember this chip episode being something that kind of hooked me in uh, where they were talking about, um, you know, what do they think the best chip is? And so they started eating different chips and kind of talking and discussing, um, you know, what they thought it was, you know, what they felt like, oh, I think this chip is better, you know, and they also did a video similar to this called What's the Best Candy Bar Ever, which I think was only like episode four or five or something like that. And then they also had a best cereal ever. And so so they were kind of continuing on. Um, and they even had a best board game ever, which is not a food video, but it's kind of the same type of video. And a best action hero ever and stuff like that. And so when they finally got to the chip one, which was right around episode 3940, uh. excuse me, um, I found myself getting more hooked. And... Um, on, with the show, and it really did become part of my daily routine to watch this Good Mythical Morning show after a little while. I think uh, it it was probably right around episode 50 when I found myself finally just watching the show every day. I mean, it literally, I would wake up, because at this time I was working at a uh, plant, like a chicken plant, and I would literally like wake up every day, you know, go to work and everything, and by the time I came home from work, um, they would have their video would be uploaded for Good Mythical Morning. And um, because, well, they uploaded it in the morning, but a lot of times I was up because I had to get up really, really early. So a lot of times I was up before they even had it uploaded. Plus, I didn't really have enough time to sit down and watch a 10 to 13 minute video of Good Mythical Morning. And um, so I, you know, I usually went to work and then when I came home, I would watched Good Mythical Morning, and it got to the point where I was watching it every day, and uh, so it was really more of my nighttime routine, really, than my morning routine, but it was part of my daily routine, and um, and I really found myself loving it. I, like I said, I loved the idea that it was something that was daily, and I was like, I kept wondering when it was ever going to come to an end. I was like, I wonder if this show's ever going to, you know, when is it going to come to an end, because I figured it was just you know, going to end after a while. It's just That's just the way things were, you know. You just think, oh, this is cool for now, but it's, you know, it's not going to last. Well, boy, was I wrong because it's still going on today. I mean, they're they're in season, what, 18? I think they're about to start season 19 soon. I mean, it's crazy um, how long this show's been going on for. But um, it's uh, really, um, you know, it just amazes me that I actually just happened to catch um, the very first episode right when it had just gotten uploaded not too long. Even though I didn't get into the show right away, I actually happened to catch it right when it first started, and ultimately it did become part of my daily routine. Now, they have quite a few episodes in Season 1, and I think it's because they didn't exactly have a format just yet for how they were going to do, you know the seasons yet because now they typically do the fall seasons the summer season so one season is a fall season one season is a summer season and they for a while there they had a good mythical summer going on but uh as far as i know they don't do that anymore like i said i don't really watch good mythical morning anymore so i'm a little out of the loop but as far as i know they don't really do that anymore but they actually ended season one and 
that's when it came. I kind of thought, oh, maybe it'll come to an end. And they kept promising they were going to come back for a season two, but I just, I didn't really know. I was just kind of like, eh. I I was like, I don't know if they're going to actually do that or not. I was like, it's probably going to be something that they end. But sure enough, you know, to my surprise, you know, they came out with a season two. And they, I was shocked to see a new intro. It's like the the new uh, mythical beast, you know, with the chicken thing blowing out the flames out of it. So, and it's just like, I was, you know, that was because the old intro, anyone who's never seen season one, it's actually has nothing to do with like, they, they call it Good Mythical Morning because uh, that's kind of the story of how they met. If you've never heard the story of how they met, essentially they, uh, Rhett and Link, they met in, uh, class when they were like in elementary school or something like that maybe it was middle school i can't remember and um they um they were writing cuss words on the back of their desk and they thought it was kind of funny and they got in trouble for it and while everybody out was out at recess the teacher made them sit in there and color the you know color on a piece of paper and they were these mythical beasts is what they were covering on uh, coloring on so it's kind of so that's where the whole mythical thing comes from um, so it's, it didn't start with Good Mythical Morning. It actually, you know, started before that. And they've had stuff since before Good Mythical Morning even existed. Like they had the mythical shoe and stuff like that and uh, various different things. But this Good Mythical Morning, because they got the idea, I'm assuming they never, I don't know if they've ever really said, maybe they have and I've never heard the interview or or whatever, but... I think, from my understanding, they seem to got the idea when they came up with the concept for Good Morning Chia Lincoln, where they decided to grow this, um, you know, if you've never seen it like a chia plant before, uh, you basically, you water and take care of it and it grows out of its head. Um, of whatever the thing is, what they had was a Lincoln, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln little chia plant thing. And so their idea was like, hey, we should make a daily show and have it, you know, every day, you know, kind of record the process of it fully grown out until it fully grows out. And so when it finally fully grown out after a little over a month, they ended the show. And then that's when they, I think they thought, hey, we should do a show like this. You know, what should we call it? You know, so that's when they called it Good Mythical Morning, because like I said, because of their background, they wanted it to be every morning part of the daily routine, hoping that it would become something, you know, kind of big one day. And sure enough, it did. But yeah, season two was a, a season I, I think I became even more hooked with Good Mythical Morning and continued on with season three, season, you know, season four and uh um, season four, season five, and I think it was around season, and I continued to watch, and eventually they also came out with the mythical show, which was kind of like a a um, expanded version of Good Mythical Morning. They kind of took a little break from Good Mythical Morning for a while and came out with the mythical show, and uh, it was really cool. Um, it definitely needed a little work, like to polish out a little few tweaks here and there, but it was kind of like taking a... Um, a show you would like, a, almost like a kid's show, I guess you could say, um, that you would see on TV with like little snippets in between, little skits and snippets, but all part of one long show. And that's kind of what it was like watching the mythical show. Uh, but Good Mythical Morning, I was glad that they uh, brought Good Mythical Morning back, uh, even in spite of the fact that the mythical show was a lot of fun. But I was glad that they brought it back, like I said, um, for season uh four i believe it was yeah it was between three and four they came out with the mythical show and so season four they uh brought it back and uh, i was glad to see it make like i said make a return 
And um, yeah. But yeah, the whole uh, good to me, Good Mythical Morning began to change a lot in season 13. And season 13 was when I started to find myself not watching the show quite as often as I used to. Because, like, you got to understand from like season one, once I got hooked in like in the middle of season one, all the way up to like season 10, 11, even up to season 12. This was something I watched every single day. The only exception would be like maybe if I got busy or something that day and, um, you know, I didn't have enough time to watch it. But if I did wind up missing it, then I would catch it the next day um, because it was something I loved. I thought it was so cool that it was a recurring show, even though not every episode was the most amazing, fascinating, interesting show. It was still cool that it was a part of something much bigger, you know, and I loved that about Good Mythical Morning. But Good Mythical Morning, you got to understand, started out, the whole concept of Good Mythical Morning was it was supposed supposed to feel like a morning talk show. If you've ever watched like a morning talk show on TV, they're usually about 30 minutes long because they add all this extra fluff in to add, you know, to pad out the time. But if you took all that fluff out and just had like the interview section or just the talking sections where they were telling a quick story or something, the show would probably only be about 10 to 12 minutes long. And that's kind of what they did with Good Mythical Morning. They just had Rhett and Link sit down and talk about different discussions and ideas, and that was kind of the whole point. And now some episodes, they play a little game, and that was always fun. You know, they take a break from the little talking part of the show, and they play a little game or something like that, which was always fun to watch. Uh, but the real, the essence of Good Mythical Morning was really, it was supposed to be a morning talk show just condensed down to 10 to 12 minutes long. And um, that was the whole point and purpose of Good Mythical Morning, which is the reason why I don't really watch Good Mythical Morning anymore. Because to me, Good Mythical Morning, and I'm going to sound like I'm complaining, but, you know, it's, it's just a matter of taste. It's just Good Mythical Morning is not really my cup of tea anymore. I can still go back and watch these old episodes. They're still a lot of fun for me to watch. But something about after season 13, I just begin to lose interest in the show because I felt like things were changing and it just like I said the way the show is today it's just not my cup of tea um, I can totally understand why people still love the show and some new people have come along and I think that's awesome that have discovered Red and Link and the show and uh, you know they love it and uh, stuff like that and I think that's awesome I don't I would never be like ah you don't need to watch that show it's no good anymore <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all but uh, but just under, I just want you to see from my side why I used to love it and why I just don't anymore. I just don't feel like it's the same show. It's not a talk show anymore. It's basically kind of feels more like a challenge, a food challenge a show channel now. And I don't find every once in a while they'll have an episode very rarely, but they'll have an episode where they'll actually just sit down and talk about something. But it's extremely rare that they ever do that. Most of the time it's usually games on there and it's usually related to food which is fine but i just feel like it you know it's not as good to me it's not as entertaining and um so i just it's not a show that i care to really watch very often anymore now I, it's not like i'm against watching it i'll still catch it from time to time sometimes i'll be scrolling through and because i'm still subscribed to the channel uh, sometimes they'll upload an episode and I'm like, oh, that looks really interesting. I was like, I should check that out. So I'll watch it and, um, and, uh, you know, watch it, you know, and, and, you know, just enjoy that one particular episode. 
but it's um, not a show I watch every day anymore. And in fact, it's extremely rare that I even watch an episode now as opposed to the way it used to be, like I said. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say around season 13, felt like there was a big shift. Didn't really care for the change that they were making. Um, and so I kind of essentially checked out from the show and quit watching it. I think it's cool that the show is more even really even more popular now than it even was back then because literally they like it does they'll upload and it's not even a few hours later they already have like a million views which is crazy that they get views so quickly and then it you know they build up even quicker i'm sure they make tons of money off this show through advertisements especially since it's a, a daily show i'm sure they get you know people going back and watching older episodes and you know binge watch and that's that's what i aim like i said with my channel it's like i have this show now where i do challenges and it's supposed to be like a show a lot of people don't even realize it when they're watching it because i want episodes to also feel very individual uh, but i also want them to be part of a bigger thing so i want people to be able to go back and binge watch them sometime you know after uh you know maybe i add in some more episodes right now i'm working on season two but i just finished up season one um so but mine's not a daily show like good mythical morning you know mine i don't have enough time to do a you know i do this daily podcast but podcasts are way easier to do than a youtube video i don't have enough time to sit there and do a daily show for youtube even if it was just a talk show or something there's no way i could handle that so i give props to rhett and link for still keeping up with it even after all these years but yeah I'm some I miss the old episodes of Good Mythical Morning, but the good thing is is they're still there. You can still go back and watch them. They're all obviously they're all free. You don't have to buy a DVD or you know or go play some streaming service or something to watch it. Uh, so anytime I feel like I'm having you know old Good Mythical Morning vibes, where I'm like, oh, I really want to watch. You know, that old school Mythical Morning, Good Mythical Morning, you know, hey, they're still there. You go back and watch them, and they even have them on a playlist, or you can click on them and, uh, um, you know, still watch them. Even you can sit there and binge watch them all day long, which I have done sometimes. There have been times I've gone back to season one, episode one, and literally binge watched a lot of seasons, not the entire show, uh, but I have binge watched tons of uh, seasons of Good Mythical Morning. Um, and had a lot of fun with it. And, uh, I loved it because like I said, especially the first, like five, my favorite, probably my favorite era of Good Mythical Morning, like all, you know, cause you know, once every three years, it used to be a little different with Good Mythical Morning. They've changed their intro a lot. Uh, it started, you know, like I said, it started with like this toast thing. They had like these three slices of toast and it was cause like I said, it was a morning show. So it was be like breakfast and they had like, I think by like bacon and eggs sitting there for the intro. And then in uh, season two, they actually came out with a, um, little catchy little theme and, um, and it showed someone like in the woods uh, or it showed like in the woods and it zoomed up to like this little mythical animal that like a chicken kind of that breathed fire and uh, it spelled out the, the, uh, the, uh, I can't, the logo of um, Good Mythical Morning. And that was their theme, you know, their theme song for many seasons. I don't even think that even changed until like season five or something like that, or maybe even six. And then they finally did an updated version of it um, where they, it was also that, but it was like all more three dimensional style. And, um, but my, I think my favorite logo was actually when they changed it. I think it was in season 10, uh, season nine, 10 and 11. I could be wrong about those. Like I said, it's been a while. 
um, but they they had the logo where it was like this. Um, it kept metamorphosizing into different uh, objects where it was like a jar of like liquid with teeth in it. And then it changed all of a sudden at the very end, it changed into the mythical, the beast, uh, chicken mythical beast thing. And then it, it would get, it was like <sighs> breathe the fire out. And I just loved that intro so much. It was a little over the top, but I still really, really liked it. And I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I missed that intro, but you know, now their intro has even changed to kind of a dull intro, in my opinion. Uh, I think they mentioned on a, you know, on an, uh, one of their things was Stevie, the Stevie Talk Show, which doesn't exist anymore, where they felt like that was their favorite intro, the uh, one where it was like changed to that little plain style. Um, and I personally just didn't care for it, but I know a lot of people like it and I think that's cool. It's just not really my cup of tea. Like I said, it's not really my show anymore. I checked out, it changed beyond something that I originally wanted to watch it for. And, but I do think it's really cool that it's still going. I, I love the fact that the show's still going. And I, like I said, I, uh, my hat's off definitely to Rhett and Link. I think that's really cool that they kept it going for so long. But that's not the only thing they've kept going for so long. They also have, um, a, um, podcast that they started, I believe, back in 2013. So if you're one of those people like me, and you don't never didn't really care for the changes that they've done to Good Mythical Morning, and you miss the old school Good Mythical Morning where they're ba- mostly just sitting there talking about a different subject e- each episode, and it's just Rhett and Link discussing, you know, things, you know, stuff in their life. Um, then their podcast Ear Biscuits, they created a podcast, like I said, back in 2013. Now Ear Biscuits has changed a lot too, but I personally like the changes that Ear Biscuits have. In fact, I listen to their podcasts more than I even watch their videos now. Um, they um, Ear Biscuits originally started out where they were, we had a different YouTuber on there as an. It was kind of like an interview show, sort of. They had a different uh, YouTuber on there each episode, and the YouTuber would kind of tell their life story and how they became a YouTuber and what they did, behind-the-scenes type stuff. And Rhett and Link would also sometimes tell a little quick story about their YouTubing life as well. Uh, And that's kind of how Ear Biscuits started, but it slowly evolved over the years into now it's just, for the most part, it's pretty much just Rhett and Link talking about what they did that week and stuff because it's a weekly podcast pretty much just talking about what they did in their daily lives that week. And it feels, it has the same essence, I guess you could say, as the old school Good Mythical Morning. Like if you took old Good Mythical Morning from like seasons one through five, especially, because even really even season six of Good Mythical Morning, it began to add in more games, but there was still enough talking in there where I still felt like it was Good Mythical Morning. It was kind of half and half, I guess you could say, but it wasn't until really like, seasons 11 12 and especially 13 where they got went all in on the um you know with the game shows and stuff um but with ear biscuits it's really just them talking it's um and the ironic thing is they didn't want it Rhett even mentioned i think in the first episode of ear biscuits he was just like we want to make this clear we don't want this to just be good mythical morning but you know, longer, you know, <laughs> and, but that's exactly what it winded up becoming over the years. Like I said, it evolved into that. And now pretty much just what it feels like to me when I listen to this, I'm like, this reminds me of like old school, good mythical morning, but longer, you know, it feels like the audio version of good, old school, good mythical morning, you know, but it's like an hour long instead of just uh, being, 
you know, 10 to 12 minutes long. And I love that. I love the fact that it feels that way. And so, like I said, if you're like me and you miss the old school, or maybe you love Good Mythical Morning still, but sometimes you kind of wish there was, you know, they would go back to that old format. Check out their podcast, Ear Biscuits, if you haven't already, because it's still going on. It's been around since 2013. It's still going on, and it's really good. I bet you you will, if you like old Good Mythical Morning episodes, I bet you'll like Ear Biscuits. Because, it, it, like I said, it's really just them telling stories about their life, what they did that week, you know, different stuff going on. And it is absolutely so much fun to listen to, so much fun, um, you know, to keep up with what's going on and stuff like I said like I said I listen to their podcasts more than I even watch their videos now I don't really find their videos their modern day videos to be that entertaining but I still find their podcasts to be entertaining because like I said it reminds me of old school Rhett and Link videos and I love that um, but yeah I guess that's all I really got to say about Rhett and Link they've really inspired me to be, do YouTube like I said they're sort of like what in, caused me to ultimately do my season format style when i came back to youtube they were kind of this the way good mythical morning works you know how it works out in episodes and seasons but they also feel very individual too i wanted my you know challenge videos to feel that way i was like i want my videos to be like a show you know so i just called the show kevin emery which is also the name of my channel and I've just finished season one a few months ago, and now I'm working on getting season two out. It'll be out uh, here in the next few weeks. The first episode will be out. And so I'm going to be working on And I hope my show also becomes a very elongated thing. Who knows? Maybe, you know, 10, 12, 15 years from now, I'll be on season, you know, 18 or 19 as well, you know, in Good Mythical Morning. Well, I'll be on like season 40 or whatever. And so, and uh, people can you know, check out my channel. Like I said, a lot of people don't even realize my videos are a part of a show because I don't really talk about it that much because I don't want them to feel, people to feel like, you know, like, oh, you know, this is one part of an episode or whatever. I want people to feel like they can just jump in and watch the episode. But also once they discover, hey, this is actually part of a show, you know, they can go back and binge watch the episodes. And I like that. So, but yeah, that's... um. That's all I really got to say about Good Mythic Morning and Rhett and Link in general. If you want to check out their channels, I know you don't need the link in the description. Everybody knows who Rhett and Link are, but I will put them in there anyway. That way you can, I'll put the link in the description for their uh, main channel or what used to be their main channel. Now it's really more like their every once in a while vlogging channel. And then I'll also put a link in the description for Good Mythical Morning. And, um, yeah, and also, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, like I said, I just talked about it a little bit. I'll put a link in the description for that one as well. Like I said, it's just called Kevin Emery, and I do... There's all kinds of crap on there, but the main focus of the channel, like I said, is to, you know, be that show, which is pretty much my name, about me doing challenges and stuff. And then I also have a... Um, a podcast, if another podcast besides this one, I have a podcast. It's a video game podcast about Jack and Daxter. If you want to check that one out, I'll put that link in the description as well. It's called Eco Power, E C O Power. Uh, you could, like I said, you can check that one out. And if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. Um, you, know, you can DM me on there. Um, I'm on there all the time. Um, so feel free to, you know, say something about the podcast or whatever you want to, you know, anything, um, you know, I'm welcome. Also, if you want to send me a voice message, 
Um, there should be a link in the description for that one as well. You uh, click on that link and it should give you a way to record a voice message and then I'll get it through my podcast host. Um, and who knows if you do it and I think it's some interesting information, it might even be on the next podcast. Hmm. So, uh, I guess that's it for today's podcast. Um, this is internet exposition. I am Kevin Emery and I'm out.